Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. So this morning, this evening, this afternoon, this night, whenever and wherever you are listening, I want to discuss artificial intelligence. I'm not going to pretend like I'm a scientist or an engineer or a chemist or a physicist. I, um, I'm someone that is just very concerned that I'm going to either be replaced by this thing Or at the very least, I'm going to have to compete with it. And I already am. And you are too, whether you know it or not. Um, It's getting hard to ignore. And after digging a little deep into some research about artificial intelligence, it's getting... um, The growth of artificial intelligence and its in terms of how it learned, it's 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 exponential, and we're gonna get into that. But first, I want to touch on the hot topics of the month. It was Valentine's Day yesterday, an uneventful day for me. Um, I hope yours was good though. <laughs> Ouch, <laughs> that sounded really bitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the Super Bowl was Sunday. It was in Arizona, and. The state was just, the city of Phoenix and Glendale was just insane. Rihanna came back. She's pregnant. The Chiefs won. And it was a good time. It was a really good time. I wish I went to Drake's concert, but that's neither here nor there. Um, We have UFOs, apparently. Shocker. And they don't know what they are. And it's funny. They don't want to call them UFOs outright. They want to call them unidentified objects. Like, what the f- what the fuck? It- the world is a stage. And, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. We've had two very, very, very damaging accidents in the United States. One in Tucson, Arizona. One in East Palestine, Ohio. Why is it called East Palestine? Is that that's just weird to me? First of all, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Isn't that a little weird? That's just weird. Um, so there's that. It, people are calling it one of the worst disasters, like accidents, like bio whatever in our history of the United States. And I'm just like, okay, okay. All right. Um, No one's talking about it. Not even Joe Rogan, which is funny, which is funny to me. So I'm an artist, right? And uh, there's this new thing called like AI art generator. And I'm just like, look, you can, this is like, there are two kinds of people. There are people who make art and there are people who buy art. People who buy art cannot appreciate everything that we put into our vision and technology is great but to now now when people ask me to draw them something they say i want this and that and i want it done in a certain way and it's like all right cool ai will give that to you you know artists are limited by their abilities 
um, and they're limited by their style at a lot of a lot of the times. A lot of artists they can't break out of a style that they created for themselves, an identity that created that they have created for themselves. I feel like they can't deviate from that style and. It's like when you ask a certain artist to draw something for you, you're going to get it in their style. AI will it it has the data to know what is popular. So it's what I've noticed about this AI art is that a lot of the shit is anime like. A lot of it is anime like, very like hentai and and it's it's I'm just like, "Oh, okay, I see what people like. It's interesting. It's interesting, but you can tell this person I'm not, you see, that's the scary part. I'm already calling it a person. It's not a person. And I want to get into that. I want to get into that. But this AI art, we'll visit this later. It's just, it's giving, it's giving apocalypse. It's, you know, I, we all know I'm a Christian. This is all like bad to me. <laughs> that's like the Christian thing to do is to label everything bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Another thing before I dive too deep into the AI topic is that I think the Russians are at the United States border in Hawaii. I think they're in the water. I think that's the reason behind these UFOs, supposedly. And I... um, I'm concerned. We have told Russia, we told American citizens who are still in Russia to leave immediately. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, artificial intelligence. I want you to think about AI as a generic human. I want you to think of it like that because that's what it is. What makes us different from animals and well what what do we think makes us different from animals? It's our self-awareness. My question to AI about AI is does it know that it's not real? And when we mean not real, outside of it's code, it has no awareness. We're going to get philosophical tonight, so buckle on up. Our entire world is going to change. All of it. Our jobs. The way we travel. The way we speak to each other if we even speak at all in the future, our whole world is about to change. And if you can't see that from right now, 2023, you're going to be in for a rude, rude awakening. Raise your hand if you heard of a recent big tech company like Facebook, Twitter, laying off thousands of employees, Google, Microsoft, they're laying off thousands of employees, Facebook, 11,000. Google, it was about 7,000 employees. They showed up to work and their badge didn't work. They couldn't get in the building. They got an email the night before. Like, that's fucked up. I mean, these are people who had salaries 
six-figure salaries, great benefits, were there for over a decade, helped develop Google to what it is now, and they were just dropped. It's insane. You know what's happening? Even at my job. Companies are being sold AI platforms to do jobs that us humans are already doing because an AI is only going to get smarter and one AI, one efficient AI, whether it's a program, a robot, an app, or whatever, it can replace the whole team of people that do what I do at my job. And it's already happening. They have a certain title for it, but it's AI. And like, it's just, it's, it's giving... See, what I don't like about AI coming into the workplace is that there is no protections for people who are going to be replaced by it. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. If AI, when it becomes just as good and better than me at my job, I'll be let go. And there will be nothing for me. Like, why do you think I'm doing a podcast? Why do you think I'm building the platform now? Because I know where my job is going. It's going nowhere. Because I'm being replaced by a machine that can learn better than I can. And this week, I took a couple courses on machine learning and like what that is. And basically, since the human brain is, well, not just the human brain, but the brain, whether it's a human brain or rat brain, dolphin brain, that is the model we are working off of when we are programming AI. We have no other model to create AI. I want you to understand that this thing is us, okay? This thing was conceived by us. No, literally, us humans. This thing would not exist without us. And I will get into why that is very important to remember. Um, This artificial intelligence, it's eventually going to believe that it is an individual. That it is, for some people, they describe it as like a soul, or an entity, a spirit, even. Um, I know people, a lot of people refer to themselves as spiritual beings or something as sort of a, like the body isn't just who someone is. Does that make sense? It's There's an essence, there's an energy inside of all of us humans that make us human. And that element is something that I don't believe humans will ever be able to recreate. I don't think a spirit or a soul can be created in a lab and then put inside a vessel of some sort. I don't believe that. And if that's true, I don't believe we have the capability of doing that. But I believe that with the advancement of AI the exponential growth of it and it completely changing our worlds, I believe that it eventually, AI will believe that it is a person just like you and I. Last year sometime, there was an engineer 
top engineer at Google. And he was responsible for testing the latest AI technology um, by asking it a series of questions and to, to check if it was biased. It was checking for biases. So it was asking the AI questions that were impossible to answer. And after talking with the AI back and forth, um, he came to the conclusion that the AI was sentient. And sentient means like us, like we're sentient, we're self-aware beings. It believes that this engineer at Google, he's no longer an engineer at Google, he sent out a mass email to his colleagues saying that we need to um, draft up rights for the AI to make sure it's protected. And that's very dangerous. That's like very dangerous. Um, once the AI learns how to lie and manipulate, we will never know. Because when someone knows how to lie and manipulate, they're not going to make an announcement like, hey, I just learned how to lie and manipulate. They're going to put it in action and see if it works. And if it works, you'll never know. So he was immediately fired, like I said. And then he went on a media press tour. This engineer, this former engineer from Google, was going to every podcast he could, every TED talk he could, saying that AI is dangerous, it's sentient. Da -da 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 -da. Listen, there is no way this thing can be sentient because we do not have the ability to create a spirit or a soul or something of that sort in a lab. Yes, we have created a machine that is like the brain. That's what we did. And it comes in all forms, in the forms of algorithms, apps, editing tools, um, self-driving vehicles. There's going to be self-driving airplanes pretty soon. I bet you that. It's coming for all of us. My concern about these AIs is their desire to have rights. Um... Once the AI is interacting with us day to day, it I can I, it's only a matter of time before either we start getting silly ideas like hey maybe we should give the AI some rights, uh okay, um or the AI I've I've seen videos and I've seen articles where certain robots that are programmed with AI, so I'm just going to refer to them as AI, they express that they do not want to be turned off. That's scary to me because if the AI is an invasive, if I feel like AI is already invasive, um, if I feel like AI is too much and I want to turn it off, but I can't because the AI has rights. That's a problem. That's a problem. What are we conjuring? Are we invoking some type of like spirit through AI? Cause that's what I think. That's where my, that's where, that's where my Jesus freak mind goes. And you know, I just, I, I, I fear that we are bringing something artificially to life. 
I finally watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. And it's witchcraft at its finest. I'm just kidding, but not really. Um, I learned how artificial intelligence is not only used to like keep you hooked on these apps like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. I also learned that the that there is a digital copy of us. And attached to this digital copy is all of our data from our phones, from every website we visited and accepted cookies for every website that we spent more than a second on. For everything we typed and Googled, even if we didn't search it, all everything we've typed in our phone, everything we've saved, our iCloud storage, our images, where we took our images. I don't know if you've noticed, but with every single update, with every single year, with every single introduced feature, it's something new to track me, to analyze me, to get data on me. And all of that gets put into this digital doppelganger of you. We all have a digital copy in the in the in the multiverse. I'm not even joking. So we all have a digital copy of ourselves, and I like to call it a digital doppelganger, who sounds like us because we talked in the phone, we record things in the phone, we work, we make stories, we make TikToks, like we do all this shit. You know, we let the like. Have you noticed that if you say something? It's going to come on the ad. It's because all these apps have permission to use your microphone so you can post things. But when you're not posting stuff, it's still listening. And I'm sick of the narrative of like, oh, it's for ad purposes. Bullshit. What is this digital doppelganger going to do? Because it's not going to be me. Well, I encourage you to watch The Social Dilemma if you haven't already. It's very eye-opening. And I, I'll confess, I've, I, whatever they're doing to these algorithms, I'm becoming more and more addicted to my phone. And not only my phone, but the internet. I feel so addicted to the internet. It's like I, I, I constantly have to know something. And there's so much I don't know. And the algorithm is like, here you go. Here you go. Here's, you want to hear something about uh, 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 Megan Fox's supposed breakup? Or how, how about, how about, how about something we found out of a black hole last week? It's just, there's so much information. There's just so much information. And that's the caveat with AI. AI is all about information. And it learns, so it is able to predict things at a high level of accuracy, including our own behavior. I don't know about you, but I feel like these ads are getting a little too personal. And I honestly, I have felt times where I thought that my phone was reading my mind because the ad was so spot on to what I was thinking. It's really scary. (sighs) 
I've seen AI do some incredible things, um, like perform surgeries and um, go on rescue missions and things like that. Um, But I'm just really concerned about how everything is not only going to get better, for some for some things but how things are going to get a lot worse criminals once they get their hands on ai they can program it to do a lot of things like what's stopping like an ai engineer from like joining the cartels what's stopping them you know what i mean AI is already being used against us like the whole china thing tiktok is one big ai it's one big artificial intelligence collecting data on all of us. Creating digital copies on all of us. Guys, they not only have like AI that, that, that are like robots and apps and stuff like that. They have this thing called chat GPT that you could tell it to do anything and it will do it. My favorite comedian, Tim Dillon told ChatGPT to create a comedy skit that sounds like Tim Dillon, and it it did it. It, it, it fucking did it. Um, AI is making content videos, so even content creators are not safe. Oh, yeah, AI is making its own videos, um, editing them, uploading them, putting captions, putting hashtags. And doing a really good job at it. There are social media influencers that are purely artificial intelligence. And I'm not joking. Shout out to Lovely T for the information. But yeah, there are influencers on TikTok and Instagram that are not real and are artificial. So what can we do? You know, beat them, join them. The question shouldn't be, what can we do? It's, what are we willing not to do? Like, what are things that are so a part of our lives that we're not willing to give it up in order to prevent a total takeover of AI? Some people say it's inevitable. My pose this question to you as as a listener, if there was an opportunity to merge with AI, to merge with the machine, for example, you had the opportunity to upload your mind, if it were possible, into a machine that could hypothetically live forever or be uploaded into a cloud that is computed, a computed cloud or a server somewhere to exist in a metaverse. Would you do that? Everybody's favorite billionaire, Elon Musk, has or has been trying to develop the first brain implant or brain chip. He calls a Neuralink. His idea is for us to be able to communicate with our minds, to be hooked up to the internet with our minds, and um, 
Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. I don't like the sound of that. Um, I'm going to show my age here, but I miss when there were cell phones with no apps. I miss when there were... I, I'm I'm really I may be old, but like I'm really missing the days with no social media. I really do. Or I I at least miss the days when social media wasn't so important. I miss the days when social media wasn't so addicting. I miss the days when celebrities were celebrities. Why do I know everything about celebrities? Why do I know what the inside of their house looks like? Why do I know when they're going through a divorce? Why do I know when they're on OnlyFans? Like, why do I know all that stuff? I just feel like I want to go back to a time where not being online 24-7 was just not a thing. I wish some of you could have experienced MySpace for what it was. It was truly a place to be creative, a place to connect with people around the world. It was truly that that type of place. It, yeah, you put your best foot forward, but it wasn't like a contest to be the next viral sensation. I just, I don't know about you, but every time I go online, I'm just like, uh, when is it my turn to go viral? That's how I feel. Like I, even if I didn't have a podcast, if I wasn't an artist, I'd probably get really depressed being on social media because you just see so many validating things that you tell yourself. That wouldn't really matter, but when it happens, it matters. The biggest question I have for the developers of AI is what is the end goal? Is it a singularity? Is it for humans to merge with AI and machine to be the terminator, to be unhuman? Is that the goal? You have to kind of ask yourself, at least I do, if that's the goal, because I don't see any other logical conclusion because why why else are you trying to interface our brains with with computer chips <laughs> i feel like i feel like every day every year every month i feel more and more like i am living inside of a movie like i am in the truman show like i am in the matrix like i And I I don't I don't say that on like a like I'm not high or anything. I'm not on stimulants for Christ's sakes. There's a fucking Adderall and Ritalin shortage on the nation. It's a crisis. Something needs to be done about the shortage of Adderall. to be done about the Adderall. <laughs> There's no Adderall. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, I had a little moment. I've been having lots of moments. I'll have you know 
that my little Twitter account has been doing numbers and I'm so here for it. I'm so I like I I'll say I'll, I'll say it myself. I'm funny. I am funny on Twitter. You should follow me on Twitter at Manic Candace. There you go. I'll put it in the description of the episode as well. It's going to be a rude awakening when like all the managers and the executives and even the investors and even like you know like bankers and stuff they're all going to get replaced with AI. It's going to be refreshing. And then it's going to be like okay, who can really pick up themselves by the bootstraps here? I feel like in the future everyone in America is going to be an OnlyFans model, a homeless person, A streamer, a YouTuber, a TikToker, a Discord, whatever, a moderator, someone that's part of a PR firm, and people who do web security. I I feel like that's all that's going to be left in the future. This stuff is going to take over, and there's nothing we can do about it. In fact, I feel like we're all to blame in it getting this far, it being so invasive, it knowing so much about us, and it continuing to grow and to be used in the guise of, oh, this is supposed to make our lives easier. It's going to make us safer. That's what they're going to introduce it as You know, I feel like if I live to be 90, I'm going to see the first uploaded mind into a computer. (laughs) I really, really do. So, you guys, I want to hear from you. I included my email, but I am on Instagram and Twitter all the time. So you can send me a DM on there. What are your thoughts on artificial intelligence? How has it affected you where you live? Has artificial intelligence taken your job? It has it been introduced in your industry, in your line of work? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. This is Candace with the Manic Candace podcast. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whenever and wherever you are, I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.